Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode 236 for those of you keeping track at home. I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi, joined today by Megan Peters and Christian Hoffer. Welcome, everyone. Good morning. Hello. Hello. We are Hello. Hello. On this the Monday after Thanksgiving, did everyone give appropriate thanks? Yes. Like, As always. I, I was thankful that the Pokemon balloon did not suffer the same fate as like four other balloons. As of like man. 80, like oh, 70% of the balloons. There was one tree, one singular tree that, that looked like everyone here. It it was it was a murderer's row out there. Like you it know got, like, it got Luffy. It got we, it got everybody. I'm we, surprised uh, didn't get hit. Honestly. Right? Good well, okay, so here's so here's what happened. So we, as a collective, the site has a friend who works on a lot of these anime properties, and so I texted him Thursday morning, and I said, "Yo, what happened to Luffy?" And uh, he had said there there was one single tree. Uh, so okay, so I gotta give try and give some kind of context. Okay, All right. so the, give some give some additional context. Uh, I have been I have show. been. I have, if you, if you're not, if you've not listened to the show before, uh, I have participated in five Thanksgiving day parades, Mm -hmm. uh, as a participant on the build a bear float many moons ago in the bear costume. You know, Christian would not let me uh, live that one. Okay. So here's what happens. There is a North South going street that runs along the left side of central park West. Uh, and it's, it's called of central park and it's called central park West. And usually um, they, they will line up a number of balloons and floats all as far down that block as they can. And that's the start of the parade. And then it works its way down the city or whatever. Now, not every float can fit there. And so there are some side streets that some, some balloons and floats have to go. And the Luffy balloon with a number of others were on some of these side streets. And there was apparently one tree that had an errant branch sticking out at the corner that as these balloons were making their turn, because it was a little windy that day, just caught all the balloons. The, the uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid uh, yeah. lost its hand. Luffy lost its hat. I mean, it was, uh, the, I think the Toys R Us Jeffrey balloon got it hit too. It was a massacre. A ton of them. And so, yeah, it took a bunch of them out. But the Goku balloon was already preloaded on Central Park West. And so that is why Goku did not suffer any of the same things. Oh, thank thank goodness. This is not a podcast about Thanksgiving Day balloons. This is a podcast about... But it could be. be. (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast about Pokemon and how much we love Pokemon. We talk about all the Pokemon things. Pokemon, the video games, the board games, the trading card games, the mobile games. We talk about the anime, the manga. We talk about the stuff. You name it. If it's got Pokemon on it, we're talking about it. We do this show live. Noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, twitch.tv forward slash comic book. And 
You can also catch us on Facebook, too. I don't really mention that enough, but if you follow Comic Book on uh, Facebook, you can catch us there as well. All right. Well, we have some fun stuff to get through this week. Yeah, we uh, do. First things uh, I would like to do is go through some user reviews. Best way to support the show. We got a number in and we've been uh, focusing on Spotify a little bit because uh, we now have an, an opportunity for our listeners there to to engage with the show and get an opportunity to get a sticker. If we read yours, com- uh, CB at gmail.com. Make sure you send your address and we'll send you out a sticker. Um, oh, crap. I had it loaded and then Spotify reloaded on me, which is like, come on. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Here we go. Uh, we had a new one from uh, Mateo Woolwind. I absolutely love you guys. Been listening for years and can't get enough. Just started watching live and it's even better. Love the chat interactions. Totodile is my favorite. Thank you, Mateo. Uh, I think we had another one from last week. Here we go. This one's from Keegan. Love you guys. What do you think about a mega ho-ho or a mega bird trio? Yes. Please. <laughs> the answer is please. I I guess I always thought at some point, I, I thought, I still think, at some point, we get a Voltron-like Pokemon that is the three original birds, like in a Mega Bird. That sounds like a terrible idea. What? What do you mean? That sounds like a terrible idea. That sounds like a great. That's what I said, Jim, it speaks for itself. It sounds it's all of them together in some kind of weird gimmick MacGuffin merges them into like one Mega. All right. So here's why that's a bad idea. Do you remember in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet when <laughs> you look in the book and it has an amalgam of the three legendary beasts or the three legendary swords combined into one creature? Yes. And it looks awful. Both of them do. They both yeah. look just dumb. Very dumb. Yeah. Extend that to the birds. No, but this one looks better because the birds inherently look better. I mean, well, how would you combine the three of them together? Like what? You'd go chicken chicken legs, six wings. Like No, you know. I mean you don't like merge them all together. I mean, like they evolve into one new bird that is the three that is shades of all three birds. What, just what like type would it be? Frankenstein and stitching them together to form some weird eldritch horror. Yeah. Like, no, well, it would just evolve into a new legendary nah. bird that so would you say that this like new legendary bird it would be i don't know like sleek um i don't know maybe let's say combine the colors together they all kind of cancel out so mostly like white maybe with a bit of blue no not like under the sea for some reason but would be a psychic type (laughs) no not that one because if you are (laughs) jim maybe you should play pokemon silver what would me- what would the mega birds even look like? Who cares? Well, let me see. I'm trying to think of like an alternate form for these birds. Maybe we should. We've already got an alternate know, like, form for these like, birds, and they were like, from- no, but like, we've already. That's what I mean. We've already gotten the alternate forms. We don't need uh, like other alternate forms of these. But plus, also, you got to remember what these mega evolutions look like. They all look like the Pokemon on steroids, and like. What does Moltres look like on steroids? 
uh, probably black with dark purplish red flame. No, absolutely not. Because it's not even like he's not even like bulkier in that one. I mean, it looks in the Galarian like a thousand form. times better than the base form does. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you're not going to argue. You're not going to. like, Yeah. Galarian uh, Moltres is way better than the regular one. You know, you know that like one arrested development. Although theme. I don't like I like regular Articuno better than uh, Galarian Articuno. I love both forms equally. Articuno is my favorite of the three, but I, I love Galarian Articuno, too. You know. You know, the one art, uh, Arrested Development meme where it's uh, like Lucille and she goes like, I love all all of my kids equally. And then like there's a flashback where she's like, I don't like Gob that much. <laughs> um, you know, that's how I feel about Moltres. It's like I love all three of the legendary birds equally, but I, I don't like Moltres that much. Moltres, it's like you got you got Articuno who like looks like graceful, like a winter storm. And you have Zapdos that looks like, you know, like lightning personified and then you have a freaking chicken on fire looks yeah, like moltres you know, is the eddie kingston of the legendary birds i was gonna say he looks like cade's like next dinner um like <laughs> cade is one of our um one gaming of our writer. gaming writers and um if you Loves follow chicken. him on twitter uh and he has a much larger following than any of us um he um he loves his chicken nuggies just yeah. loves them Loves them like my three-year-old kid loves them. All right. Well, thank you for the question. We enjoyed that one. Uh, Last one is on on the YouTube side from Spoo Store. Amazing podcast. I love your podcast. Heart emoji. Thank you, Spoo Store. Heart emoji. Uh, All right. All right. Let's get into the news. Yes. This next Charizard card may go for crazy money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there's a few there's a few little TCG bits that uh, we didn't talk about last week. Uh, first and yeah, foremost, like all we talked about where the TCG. I know. Which is- <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, one, this Charizard card, everyone's expecting it to go for big bucks. Like word on the street is it's like 750 is probably like the minimum that's going to go for it. it's going to be the next moon. Breon is what think people huh. are thinking. Um. And that's in part because it's a special set Pokemon. Uh, so it's going to, I mean, they're going to print the snot out of it, but at the same time, it's going to be harder to come by simply because product is going to be harder to get your hands on because they're only going to have boxes for sale. They're not just going to have normal booster packs. Um, it looks cool and it's Charizard and shiny. So they think all that combined is going to create a perfect storm. And that this could be the first like thousand dollar card that we've had since Moon Brown. So, Jeez. yeah. So that's 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 Ooh. the big news story. Is like I've saw like three different write ups where people just like guys, this is going to be the one. And it's like, well, we haven't had one of those in Scarlet and Violet yet. You know, we haven't had a single card that's worth more than I think like a hundred, hundred and fifty bucks. I think like the two existing Charizards. Um, are both selling for decent money, and I actually I only think one fifty one Charizard is now over a hundred bucks. Um, is it really? Yeah, because I, I think the other Charizard EX is like down to sixty. I bought mine for sixty. Mm. So, um, yeah. I mean, okay, but here's but here's the question though. Well, no, because they because th- this set doesn't get or the shiny it set. Get, it will get reprints. Oh, does it? Will it? Do you think yeah, I mean, Shining Fates, I literally bought two boxes 
of Shining Fates, and that came out three years ago. That was only possible because oh, I guess I thought that was I guess I thought that was just dead stock that they were getting rid of. I, I mean, it is dead stock, but it's dead stock from a reprint. Oh, 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 okay. So it'll so this Charizard card may come out hot, but maybe it, a year from now may settle in like the four hundred dollar range. People, I it's possible, but then Moonbrion that got a reprint too, and it's still selling for stupid money. And we saw that guy with literal stacks of them. Yeah, if he's not like <laughs> during, a during the lesson somewhere, <laughs> like you know, like uh, yeah, he's he's. I mean, I'm I I have a feeling that man uh is uh probably fired from his job and facing a either a civil or criminal lawsuit. But um, if he's not, he's living large. <laughs> <laughs> The other thing about this new set, and we didn't talk about this this week, um, this set is going to have a new style of gold rare cards. Oh, I saw uh, I saw you talking about that. Yeah. So uh, right now, gold rare, the hyper rare cards, which are supposed to be the rarest cards, just are uh, basically gold versions of the alternate, uh, the full art cards. Not even the like secret illustration rares. They're just that full art, you know, uh, and, you know, those that artwork is almost always made by the in-house creatures team, like the, right. the people who um, do the 3D design for the Pokemon games. They then take that art and use that for the cards. Yeah, I hate those. Those are my least favorite of the cards. There you go. Um, <laughs> so in order to in order to try to increase their, you know, uh, marketability and their value and to make what are supposed to be the rarest cards feel like the rarest cards. They're adding a, um, a new etched foil effect. Uh, oh. Like the, let me, let me find the exact wording here. Um, give me one second. Let me go to the trading card game of the website. Palatine fates. So, um, nope, it is, <laughs> of course. It's in the press release. So the reason we missed this initially was because it was only in the press release. Uh, so the hyper rare cards will feature a new and unique raised foil effect. Mm. So we don't know what that means, if that is only for Paladin Fates or if that's going to be how hyper rares are um, going to appear moving forward. Um, we don't also don't know what it is. Now, coincidentally, next week, the One Piece trading card game is coming out with their own raised foil effect on certain cards. So those look freaking awesome, but they're not gold. Basically, they take the normal artwork and it looks like embossed. Oh. And it looks awesome. It looks so freaking cool, you guys. Well, okay, like, so but now here's the here's a question though. That's got to affect pack weights in the TCG. Well, not if it's embossed because if it's embossed it just means it's stamped. Like and they have ways yeah. of balancing that out now because that's well, why, I mean, yeah, because usually what they'll do is they'll they'll make the the code card that, thinner, yeah, uh, or they have a thin version of the code card. But and also keep in mind, it will be impossible to buy individual packs of these. So oh, right. yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, so the only way that you might be able to weigh stuff is maybe in the booster box, is the booster bundles because they do mm -hmm. sell those. But even that, like we're talking. At most, like a half, like was it like a point one grams or something like yeah. that difference, and that's not gonna really 
even out over the course of a box. You know, if you have five of them together, that that weight difference has got to be pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things. That's fair. That makes sense. Um, so there's that also in the uh, excuse me, the Japanese version will have a new reverse hollow foil effect um, where it's like this, like digital, like little squares sort of thing. Oh, like digital camo. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it will only be a matter of time before that shows up. I'm assuming, but you know, then again, not for this set. They introduced a new reverse hollow foil for 151. They didn't use that in the U.S. So yeah, right. Could be wrong. So only a matter of time. Uh, Real quick, I want to circle back around to our uh, Mega Birds conversation, only because Jade Prince in the chat said Zap Malt Kuno exists in the manga as a combined form for the birds, and it was caused by a machine instead of evolution. Yeah, Richard, uh, I, yeah. I shot Richard uh, the image in Slack. I don't know if he's going to be able to bring it up or not, but it looks like the type of horror that you mentioned uh, oh, yeah. before, yeah, <laughs> which is looks, what I was not. Really, it looks goofy and dumb, um, and I say that respectfully to the manga, <laughs> which I adore. Uh, but this is one of the stupider things that they did in that. Um, Holy moly. The other is just the manga, the early, especially the early chapters of the manga before they really knew what right. they were doing. And like before there was like a lot of like, a, like canon in that the uh-huh. early Pokemon. Adventure manga was well, I mean, the thing with the manga and I had a very long conversation with this with my father-in-law <laughs> over <laughs> Thanksgiving. Uh, over just all this this table with like the extended my husband's extended family that I did not know. We were talking about the manga and like how much of the manga was created behind the scenes in tandem with the video games, and right. that you know the release was a little delayed, but the manga was formed kind of in conjunction a lot with the games. So like all the stuff with Clefairy and all this crazy stuff that you see. It was really just meant for like gag things for, you know, <laughs> eight to 10 year old boys in Japan. Um, and, you know, as soon as they got the games out, they realized all of the things in this manga weren't going to work. <laughs> so they had to do the hard pivot, which eventually ended up with the release of an entirely different manga series. But that for those first few like volumes of the original Pokemon manga, you really get like a pure distilled wacko vibe of what the Pokemon franchise was supposed to be. Have those, I love it. Have they been like fixed or like, can you still go read? I mean, you can find them. You can, yeah. I mean, they're, they're very difficult to find, you know, in print in person, but they've been immortalized on the internet. Well, uh, yeah. So the Pokemon adventures, which is, yeah. that's easy to get, but yeah. I don't think that the Clefairy one, which is the gag comic where you see like, that would be which was the one that was kind of created in tandem yeah. with the game yeah. way back, you know, when they that were like one, working which, on red and blue well, or green and red in Japan. They were working on this manga in tandem and they were like, Clefairy's going to be here and all this crazy stuff happens. Yeah, that's right. Back when Clefairy was going to be the the was going to be like the Pikachu the, of the, the, the spokesperson of the Pokemon franchise. Yeah. You know, then they got the games out and they uh, they quickly realized that they needed to do a hard pivot. Uh, and pivot they did. God, look at that thing. Yeah. So you know what the the funniest thing about um, you know the the that Clefairy uh, that Clefairy manga. Mm-hmm. It is everything. The only, well, everything. <laughs> but did you know that they actually make an appearance in the anime series? Yes. Do they really? 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this would be um, actually this was relatively recent uh, or no, it wasn't that recent. Never mind. I forgot that was 20 years ago. Uh, Ruby and Sapphire. I thought it <laughs> no, was, that was um, super recent. Oh, I forgot that was 20 years ago. No, I, I for whatever reason, I thought it said 2014, which meant oh. I thought it was like tied with X and Y because um, um, there, there's another episode so basically what happens is um, it's a um, they there's a movie they, they, it's a movie themed thing where basically the, the guy the plot of the episode is the, they run into a trainer who travels to small towns to show people movies because they don't have access to movies otherwise hmm. um, which is like a very like hilariously Japanese thing um, like not something that anyone in the U.S. would really have any experience with. Is that like just like like someone just like driving around with the equivalent of uh, the the TV cart in elementary school? Yeah, <laughs> just um, roll it and, into a room and say, "All right." And go. so they they show one of Ash's favorite movies, which features Red, Pikachu, and Clefairy in it, and that's the only time, only reference to any of that. It's um, wild. Yeah. I may I may try and go hunt some of that down because I want to I want to read some of that for oh, sure. It's wild. It it is it is very easily accessible online. Yeah. I've I've yeah. read it multiple times and just been dumbfounded. <laughs> you know, we need to do like a special episode where we like we just go just through it. go like, over just, like, the go, insane. Go pull out the highlights. The insanity. Uh, I kind of I kind of love that idea. Serious. Perfect. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Uh, that was that was all we had on the trading card game front, right? Those three. Yeah. Those three bits. Okay. Yep. Perfect. All right. Well, we will keep this train a moving. Then I have to get back to my notes. Oh, right. Speaking of Clefairy, surprise Squishmallow drop. I know, man. They just, you know, they just got it. Megan, they did you, got did you, it. Are you are you getting any of these two? Trying to well, look, no, I'm not care. really obsessed with any of the ones that they released. Yeah. I'm not like gun ho. Right. At this point, I'm really saving my cash for one when they inevitably do the evolution squishmallows. <laughs> That's going to become a problem I am, for me personally. I am honestly shocked that they have not put EVs out yet. Man, they're they're waiting. They know they know the amount of capital. These must be doing so well. Squishmallows. Yeah. Oh, it'll be ridiculous. <laughs> They'll do like little mini collections. I mean, there's going to be a whole nine yards right. for the squishmallows and they know it and they, yeah. they don't have to rush it. So, uh, yeah, right now I'm That's saving. what I mean. Like these must be doing so well that they don't even need to break the glass in case oh, yeah. of emergency. That oh, is yeah. the evolution. There's nothing there right now. So, you know, we got some emergency squishmallows. So if you want Clefairy. Get him and get you know what I'll try and do. Maybe we'll get Jeremy Padower back as a guest on the show, and we'll just we'll just ask him, "Hey, when are the evolutions coming out?" Just to see what he says. I mean, that'll be a good answer, regardless. Make speaking, speaking of jazzwares, I saw that they're coming out with like a super articulated um, uh, Mewtwo figure. No, oh, you mean like the best Pokemon figure line, like per- like pe- period. So, well, it's hilarious because, uh, so this one is a, um, yeah, so this is, this is one of the articulated ones. Um, and the funny thing is, is that there was already like a multiple articulation Mewtwo figure that was available, mm-hmm. but it was 75 bucks. And this one is $20. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, undercut them. 
<laughs> I tell you what, like th- like these, I think, I, what, God, what is it? Hold on. I got to remember. I got to figure out what's called. It's like the Pokemon select, right? It's like yeah. the name of the line. Yeah. Uh, man, if these were, if these were available when I was a kid, yeah, mute, you'd, you'd have, I'd be, you'd find just Jim with his wrestling ring. I have Mewtwo doing stunners to 90% of the attitude era roster with, with, huh. In figures. In figures. I just brought this in our, our Slack for the game, but w- over the Thanksgiving weekend, I went to, as I visited extended family, I went to a thrift store and somebody had brought in this Pokemon oh 13 God. inch deluxe collector Mewtwo lamp. Oh. It's like $70 on Amazon. And I just included a picture if Richard can share it, but I found it at this thrift store for $9 and 99 cents. <laughs> and you, so you now own it, right? And I now own it. And it is now the lamp in my office. <laughs> it's a lamp. Yeah. It lights up. It like pulses. So like, uh, you know, if Richard can bring up the picture, you can just look it up, take a quick yeah. second, listen to this. He's holding like two of his plasma energy balls and they pulse. Um, but, as for the rest of the lamp, it just lights up. So all of the energy oh there, God. it like lights up. You press the Pokeball down there and it lights up. And you, is it battery ball, operated or do you got to plug yeah, it in? Yeah, it's, it's battery operated. Oh, okay. um, it takes like four AA batteries. But normally it's like 70 bucks. And they have a Pikachu oh, lamp like holy. this as well that doesn't look great in my opinion sure. but this one is sick <laughs> and i walked in i was like oh it's just a statue and then it lit up and i was like oh this thing's gonna be like a hundred bucks oh, like color really the check. he's got the lamp too and it was nine dollars and 99 cents and i said mm, yeah how I, how wait, how tall is he is it 13 inches yeah he's 13 inches he's wow. big yeah so he's just like sitting how much he's light does it give off i'm currently in i'll bring it in next week and i'll show him off yeah. uh but he's now the lamp in my office. How much <laughs> light does it give off? It gives a decent amount of light if it's dark. Okay. Um, but if it is, you know, if it's pretty light out, you can, you'll notice the pulsing, um, but you won't, you know, it doesn't give off enough light to like. Okay. But like, let's say, but let's say it's at night, the room is dark and you you're not going to be able to read with it. Okay. That's what I was going to say. Reading lamp or is this just like. I could make my way out of the room. Is this a vibes lamp? This is, sounds like it's a vibes lamp. Yeah. It is. It's definitely aesthetic. It's not, <laughs> it's not meant to, you know, navigate me through those dark winter nights. But yeah, it is That's fair. so cool. And I was like, $9? Man, that looks I'll great. do it. I love it. Uh, all right. Well, look at that. We'll move, we'll move on. Uh, a special Rever room coming in Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. It's already come, Jim. It's, it's already here. It's already here. Uh, yeah, so the, I, know, I stopped well, playing Scarlet and Violet, so I've lost track. Um, so this was this happened last week. Gotta find it. Uh, so basically, Paldean room, uh, Paldean Winds came out with its next episode. Um, so they released a Terra type, uh, Rev, uh, Rev room that's based on the one that was shown in that episode. So you can get it with the code Team Star, one word, Team Star. Um, it's actually got pretty good like EVs and IVs. Um, so you know, um, you should. Uh, well, the IVs are, are junk, but the uh, EVs are fine. Um, so yeah, so go and get that because no it, it exists. Team Star, one word. Team right, word. Star. Oh, team Star. T E A M S T A R. Right? Or is it the number four for the A? Right? No, know. no, it's it's a 
Why would it be a four for the A? I don't know. Sometimes they like throw the. Oh no, they only do that with like I and one, right? Is that the only one yeah. they do it for? And zero and O. And zero and O. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's that's why I asked. Uh, all right. When we get back, we are going to try and answer for you the question: When is the Pokemon anime coming? All that and more when we're back in sixty seconds. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. It has been a question that we, the show, have been asking, that fans have been asking, where is the anime? Megan, where <laughs> is It's in Japan. <laughs> well, I don't know why you're asking me this question. It's a pretty easy answer. It's airing weekly in Japan. What are you talking about? Uh, but on the serious note, uh, we have no clue. <laughs> we have actually zero idea where the English release of, or the, you know, the U.S. English release of Pokemon Horizons is at. We know that the UK version is imminent. It's Next coming week. in hot December 1st. No. It will begin airing in the UK. So to all of our UK listeners, we know we got a bunch. Congratulations. I hope you're excited. <laughs> Does the UK get a different dub than we do? Like, no, they are, they more, are they more yeah, British they the dubbing than? It's the same dub. There's, oh, this, it's the same dub. This is a okay. 100% Netflix problem. So yeah, this it is, yeah, yeah. Christian just, just took a nail took a hammer and just whacked it because it is 1 million percent a Netflix licensing problem. So uh, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, we we have no idea when it's coming to America at this point. So this was inspired by two. This this segment was inspired by two things. Uh, the first and foremost was my my child, uh, my children. Um, so we've instituted a new rule to cut down the fighting that all three kids have to agree upon what's on the TV if they want to watch the TV. And today, this morning, they picked Pokemon, which was hilarious to me because um, uh, they're they're picking weirder and wilder stuff uh, that they all three will sit through and like sit down and watch an episode of. And today was Pokemon. And I'm like, yeah, it's about freaking time, you kid. <laughs> like, literally, our house is filled with this stuff. Like, what what is wrong with all of you? Like, not even my nine year old who has like sleeps with Mew every single night, you know, watches the Pokemon anime. Mm. So. That was immediately followed up. So I get onto the app formerly known as Twitter and I see a bunch of uh, my UK buddies who, you know, I know from being a member of the Pokemon press corps um, and they're all sitting. Apparently they went and hung out with freaking Captain Pikachu. <laughs> so there they Here are we go again. Christian uh, just uh, losing it on the fact that the UK does cool, fun stuff in Pokemon. And here in the in the US, we get squat. 
Yeah, you know, so here, yeah, I mean, that's that's literally what it <laughs> Look, is. Look, if they Why? do a Pokemon anime press event in the United States, and I am not there to talk about all things yeah. anime, like, what's the they, point of life, honestly? Well, it's because it's not happening. The, the the Pokemon company stateside just doesn't care enough. You know what also yeah, no. not happening stateside? Pokemon Horizons. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> well, okay, so here's, here's, here's a question. Do we know about how many episodes are done like dubbed no no we don't they, they, so unlike so the uk could be getting them almost on a week by week basis they, they will be because yes, it's airing on bbc so well, right i mean so i know they're getting them weekly but the i'm but i mean more the production of the episodes may get oh well done. so in terms of traditional dubbing standards you usually right. have the the a season done so, so oh, for pokemon okay. you usually have a core done um which you know anime uh, you know, there's seasonal anime and then there's, you know, yearly series and Pokemon right. is considered one of those yearly annual titles. Uh, so it doesn't really take a break except for odd bits and bobs here and there. So a season for it is usually 22 episodes, 25 episodes. So that is likely what they've got. They've probably at least got half of season one, if not most of season one of Pokemon Horizons done at this point. Um, that's just a dubbing standard. So theoretically, it's the same dub. The only thing that is keeping it from being released, uh, the in that English dub being released in America, is essentially a licensing situation that has not been made public um, to fans or of any sort as in oh. license situation as in we don't believe netflix has the rights for horizon oh, Netflix, or? 100% has i mean netflix oh yeah i mean as long as netflix is willing to put out the money the only reason i could see there being a bigger licensing situation is if for some reason the pokemon company wants to go back to a traditional you know cable model which i don't think that's the case i think they're going to stick with netflix um right. so at this point my my guess is you know, something that has to do with con contract or sure. money or, you know, just just kind of that bureaucratic Lily's uh, negotiations that have to be done um, to get that licensing situation situated. Um, and, you know, of course, Netflix is notorious <laughs> for having delayed releases, um, you know, with, you know, most Japanese content, there is a significant delay, at least in terms of anime. Um, you right. know, it's not necessarily the case with, you know, Korean dramas at this point or, you know, some other international forms of entertainment at Netflix. Uh, really with anime, they, they really do struggle to get out current content. Well, it's partially because of how, because Netflix kind of has the whole, um, the, they have a their own internal release schedule that right. yeah. they always want to be releasing stuff on a weekly basis. So, you know, for their anime, unlike, you know, Crunchyroll, where they're interested in getting the stuff out as close to the Japanese release as possible. Netflix is very much a we want to keep the anime fan engaged and, and likely for Pokemon, you get it when not, we give it to you for 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 Pokemon. It's not even we want the anime fan engaged. It's we want kids engaged. That's right. going to be the big kids release for a week or a quarter or something like that. That is going to be the reason why you keep your stuff, your, your subscription for that month. It's not like with Crunchyroll where the, 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 what, what you want is you want access to your favorite anime 
as it's coming out or pretty close to it. Well, and I think is- also the other thing too is right. Like we just, we're not what we just, we next week, we are getting Pokemon concierge. Yes, we mm-hmm. are. So concierge. That's a good we point. Need, I need so we have to get Pokemon concierge first. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we will get the anime. Yeah. Can you believe that's only four episodes? Like, I get it because making. I mean, Christian, have you seen it? Oh the trailers God. for it? I mean, the an- oh like, God. I understand yeah. because, like, you know, doing stop motion takes, like, time and effort. Yeah. But, you know, at the same time. This is done traditionally, right? Like, this is not, like, CGI yeah, no, stop motion. This is stop legit motion. stop Yeah, motion. this is, like, legit yeah. old school stop motion. Like, I get it. Like, I, I, I genuinely get it. <laughs> but at the same time, it frustrates me that I'm going to fall in love with that series, and that's going to be it. Megan, um, do we know how long those episodes This will are? just be a kind of proof of concept season one. And if it does yeah. well, hopefully the people will be able to expand a season two order and get paid what they deserve to be paid for this kind of masterful art. Um, now these yeah. aren't going to be like glorified YouTube sh- videos, are they? Where they're only like three minutes long. Like, are they longer? Minutes. Are they twenty it, it, minutes? It should be about twenty minutes. Holy moly! So yeah, it, I mean, look, it, it, if it's four episodes, we're getting twenty minutes. I mean, that's a full length. Yeah, so it's essentially kind of like a movie. It's basically yeah. Pokemon Concierge the movie split into, uh, yeah. you know, different. Man, episodes, I can't wait for that. But, so um, you know, hopefully we'll get some sort of confirmation about. <laughs> Pokemon Horizons after Pokemon Concierge makes its debut in America. I mean, at at this point, it, it really comes down to a licensing situation over in the UK. That licensing agreement was able to be fulfilled, figured out, nailed down, and and now it's coming out. You know, traditionally uh, with the Pokemon anime, it does go live in America usually a little bit before it goes live in the UK. So this is definitely an anomaly in terms of you know release, but. We also know that Netflix is a newer player into the Pokemon distribution system in America. Uh, So like Christian said, they are wanting people to keep their subscription (laughs) because they know, you know, Pokemon will be coming out. And for kids, that's a really big get for them. Um, Unfortunately, the side effect that comes from that is and and every anime fandom is different. You you know, don't have to say that the industry is huge. The genres vary, but, uh, Usually for anime on Netflix with older, you know, older fans, you know, fans that are connected on the Internet, man, the delayed release really does take a notch out of its belt in terms of like excitement and interest online. It really does kind of neuter it in a sense. You know, my favorite examples looking at JoJo's Bizarre Adventure uh, that was released Stone Ocean that anime outing was released on Netflix and the fandom just about like like, disappeared. (laughs) There was nowhere to be found on social media. And obviously the demographic, uh, the intended audience for Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Stone Ocean is very, very different uh, from what Pokemon Horizons is aiming to, but there is a lot of overlap, uh, especially in America with anime fans who are interested in kind of nostalgia value. So, I'm going to be very curious to see how this release goes. I think, you know, for kids, for the intended audience, it's not going to matter. It's not going to really do anything to them. But, you know, the uh, sentiment amongst older fans, you know, fans and their, you know, 18, 18 and up through 30s and older, you know, they're they're getting a little testy 
about, (laughs) (laughs) which which isn't new to the anime fandom. This has been a long held grudge uh, with Netflix for anime fans. But, you know, the fact that now Pokemon is kind of getting more noticeably delayed is it's it's disheartening. Well, it's just it's it's been almost a year. Yeah, but that's it, what I mean. It's so yeah, interesting. It's been basically a year, so it's so interesting because it's now so far away from Scarlet and Violet being released. Where, oh like, yeah, if you're, but if you're gonna do something as drastic of a change as this for the anime, I. It, to me, it would make the most marketing slash business sense to put it out as close to the new game as possible. Yeah. Um, Which is what because, they did in Japan, and it worked right for the Pokemon company. Uh, but unfortunately, the Pokemon company does not directly distribute the anime. It has its partners in Netflix. As so so, so has an who, who pays for the dub then? So that is... Oh. Another point of contention, <laughs> because Netflix traditionally has its own dubs. You know, even when it right. licenses an anime itself, it will redub it <laughs> if it right. you know seems necessary. Um, so for the English dub, usually it's you know a, well, a, a, a studio in the New York that's handling it that is contracted out um, right. through Netflix, usually with approval by. The Pokemon Company International. Well, okay, so so let, but let's say so like for you know journeys that just finished, right? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, obviously, you know, having Sarah Nauta Journey, the Voice of Ash, you know, do mm-hmm. that and, and whatever. I mean, that was pre Netflix. So just like, as a it? so Pokemon dubs internally. So Pokemon dubs. Um, yeah, so the dub is handled by the Pokemon Company International. So. Mm-hmm that's produced by the Pokemon company international. So it's a little bit different right. than typical. So like with sure. Megan, it's spot on about how Netflix treats anime series. Yeah. But in right. this particular but for Pokemon case, in particular, and it, this is the reason why there's no subbed version of Pokemon available on Netflix is oh. because they are purchasing the dub directly from Pokemon company international. Oh, interesting. That is, so it's, it's a, it's a slightly different, ball game because of how and Pokemon can do it because it's yeah, it's 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 not like a four kids situation or like right. you know right. some of the other yeah. like I, I know there's other uh dubs uh, productions. So like um this is you know the dub is actually produced by the Pokemon Company International. It, right. And everything, you know, that's just like one like minor note. It's it's a internal thing. Like the it's not like a typical um you know, like most of the other animes that are out there, it's it's a that's a weird thing because Pokemon produces this internally. It's a you know, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. Like I said, it, it's Christian. Okay, Christian, remind me. Like you know, your did your kid get super into like journeys and all that and like all that ending or not so much? Uh, he's never watched the ending of it. We fell out. So we were watching the anime. The, the issue is, is that we'd watched the episodes for like the first year, but the, yeah. the, the, how they release it is not mm-hmm. very conducive to, you know, keeping the kid's interest. Yeah. You know, so here's, right. here's, here's my, here's my theory in why even for, I would even argue for kind of fans of all ages 
what the biggest problem is is that one i think there's there's just there's too much there's too much content available kind of at all times right yeah. so even as big of a brand as pokemon is it's still competing with literally everything literally hundreds of other things at any given point in time right but i think about this in the same sense of superhero stuff too right our I would, a large chunk of our generation of superhero fans grew up on appointment viewing animated series watching yeah. right whether it was saturday mornings right like the whole like you know we all wax nostalgic in, uh, about saturday morning cartoons and things like that but like that was like when you were a kid you got to watch tv right and like you had and like and of course like then there was the, the after school block uh, of stuff that was there as well but there's nothing like that for kids growing up now it's whatever like the algorithm basically puts in their way in their face for something that they may like and i don't know if that's something that you like i don't know like if uh, some of these ip and franchises are kind of getting lost in the mix because they're just not necessarily getting served up, I guess. And then like, and then not the thing like the responsibility like falls on the parents to introduce kids to this. But like, if you're like my parents for what they watched, right. Growing up, like didn't exist for me as a kid growing up. Right. Like outside of like, like, yeah, Spider-Man existed, but it didn't, it, well, like, it was mostly comic books and like terrible live action stuff. Yeah. But right. And so like, so there wasn't any of that generational passing of the torch. Like there is more so now for a bunch of like, as we live in the, the reboot remake sequel era of IP. Right. You know, it's, and so it, it's so, so it's like I said, so, so it's, it's weird, but also interesting because right again, my, my daughter loves Pokemon, zero interest in the anime. It's mm -hmm. really interesting just how even like how cartoons have shifted in the last like 20 years, um, yeah. because like you're right, like, you know, stuff like X-Men and Spider-Man and Iron Man uh, yeah, were, all are, were all cartoons back in the like 90s. But, you know, like remember what Pokemon used to be bundled up with? Like, yeah, you had stuff mm -hmm. like Animaniacs and Freakzoid. You also had <laughs> Men in Black, the cartoon series, a cartoon. Yeah. The, for a movie that is not appropriate for children. Right. Um, I mean, look, RoboCop had a cartoon. RoboCop, Spawn, <laughs> uh, Matt. Well, no, Spawn was not served oh, up Spawn in the was WB. That was HBO. That was. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, you think about all of, like, the, the weird like stuff that got right. Turned. I mean, all of that stuff was made to, to sell toys. Yeah, it was all mm -hmm. made to sell toys, and now that's not what it's right. about anymore and that's really you know that kind of speaks and pokemon still is i mean yeah. that's the big difference is pokemon the anime really exists to sell pokemon the cards and pokemon the game and stuff like that it's very much an it's it's a kind of a fascinating throwback in that regard because you know that and that's one of the big struggles with animated shows right now is that it's a lot harder like you know people want that animated content but like, you know, Cartoon Network, that the reason why popular stuff on Disney and Cartoon Network get canceled, just like with with just brutal abandon. Yeah. And mm -hmm. it, it's because they don't sell toys. Like, right. you know, so you'll get really cool, like niche stuff. And right. like, you know, Cartoon Network is like this just isn't 
selling like Teen Titans Go sells. Right. You right. know, and and that's that's the Here, thing. And like, so, so here's so here's the crazy thing, right? Like we're gonna go. Like, I'm gonna take this back to Jazzwares for a second, right? This will never. This will never happen. And if it does, I think it will signal a true change in the way Pokemon does business. But until poke, I don't. And but like when Pokemon, if Pokemon were to ever open a Roblox like experience, God could be a total game changer. And I say that because of the last like three to five licenses that Jazzwares has announced that it has gotten, um, they all these are all Roblox games, like like Roblox worlds. They're not even games. Like they are things created in the world of Roblox. Adopt me. Royal High, uh, and, and I think there there are one or maybe two others, but like those are the I only know those because those are the girly ones, and those are the ones that my kids play. But like, she is way oh, and uh, and Rainbow Friends, uh, which is like a weird horror kind of game for children. But but anyway, but like those are the toys that are selling, and they're selling because it's a ton of kids that are, that are playing these Roblox games who are all then watching YouTubers create content about these games. That is, that is one of the things that the Pokemon company has yet to like really master is mm -hmm. capturing is that YouTube. Like, you know, the, I mean, there are like great Pokemon YouTubers. Let's be right. really clear. Yeah. Oh, like, for sure. You know, like we're, that, this isn't a criticism. But there's nothing like, accessible for the, for the younger audience. Yeah. But the, the, the kids themselves really struggle. I think like, I, I think that the franchise itself really struggles with the kids segment. There's a lot of Pokemon content geared to us adults, right. but not as much geared towards kids. Um, I mean, yeah. for crying out loud, Pokemon TikTok recently did the American Psycho video um you know right. that has something to do with kids um it, it was brilliant though it was great i love it frustrating for me is in japan pokemon nails it for kids yeah, yeah. the japanese market for pokemon is primarily service for children it is it, 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 is, that, is that because it's so ingrained in the culture over there though I wouldn't even say that at this point because oh, really? it, it's had dry spells. You know, there mm. was a period of time where the ratings for, uh, you know, Pokemon Sun and Moon. I mean, they were they were they were rough. I mean, they were still <laughs> in that morning block, but they were rough. Right. You know, Pokemon uh, Journeys, you know, with Ash was a really nice kind of renaissance for children in Japan because I think it reignited the interest of adults that reintroduced it to kids. So Pokemon Horizons has tested extremely well with kids in Japan and they mm. do a ton of, you know, children focused collaborations, toys, you know, things like that, that we never see here in America. It feels like America, you know, and a lot of the Western kind of promotions for Pokemon um, are very nostalgia focused. They're aiming right. for the nostalgia for older fans and kind of hoping that by, you know, the trickle down effect kids will kind of inherit that same love and it's worked so far but that strategy only takes you so far mm -hmm. strategy only works for so long it can only be so effective if you're not going directly to these new fans and right. whether you like it or not for kids these days it is very much a a service culture here and and you know <laughs> right. technology has made it that they are service they are able to get content when they want it and you know, the reason anime has flourished in the last, you know, three, four years is the streaming 
capability, technology, licensing, everything right. has come together to be able to give people anime exactly when they need it, exactly when they want it in time with them with Japan. And, you know, the same thing goes for Digimon. You know, when mm. they did the reboot of Digimon Adventure, I yeah. saw more people talking about that than I ever saw people talking about Pokemon Journeys on Twitter because they were able to mm. watch episodes in real time on Crunchyroll. Mm. Um, the fact that Pokemon still hasn't nailed this, I just want to talk to them, honestly. <laughs> what is what is the, what is that holdover strategy? But uh, it's 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 really because I mean the the answer is obvious. It's it's money. It's right. They just they, 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 they make so much right more now. money. Like you know, like we talked. Like I know Pokemon, Digimon, blah blah blah, all that stuff. But you know, like how how much money did Sony pay for the rights to the Digimon dub and the licensing rights? Like you know, and compare that to how much you know Netflix, Netflix paid for the Pokemon dub. It's 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 night and day, and that's that's the thing. It's like. It's it's very much, and I mean, and I don't disagree with you, Megan, but it's it's very much just because of how, and I think it's it's a deliberate. I think yeah. it's because the Pokemon company doesn't want to be put into the anime box. They right. they they want to be in the kids box, and mm -hmm. because it gets treated as a kids show, and timing does not matter for kids shows like it does with like you know like outside and and you know all the shows that we care about that are like live episode like you know like look at the popular animated shows that are popular like with that are made for kids but are popular with adults like um you know like steven universe um and and stuff like that you know Ooh. like those would occasionally get new episodes but you know they would just get like uh, oh by the way we we released a new episode this month and people would ha have to hunt it down well, and, that, right. and that's what i even think of like when new episodes of bluey hit uh disney plus like that's almost a national holiday in this house. Yeah. Well, and Bluey, <laughs> like we stop everything and watch them. Now, granted, those episodes are six, you know, like ten minutes long, but but can't compare that to we stop everything. Uh, you know, but that's one. You know, because Bluey, Bluey is a little bit of a weird, weird one. I mean, I, I mean, <laughs> I, I also watch those episodes like the day of. But I mean, keep in mind. Those Bluey episodes have been available in Australia for almost a year. Yeah, that's fair. Um, and, you know, and like, you know, there's a new season of Paw Patrol that dropped on Paramount Plus and, you know, um, no, no fanfare. No, no, nothing. They they were just out for the kids. Yeah. And that's how Pokemon gets treated, too. And that's yeah. uh, I think I, I, I guess because I look at how Pokemon gets uh, or how these other kids series gets put on streaming platforms. And it's exactly how Netflix treats Pokemon. And yeah. I'd wish, I wish it was treated the way that anime is treated. Like I, I, I would love. It, uh, it it. Just in my firm opinion, I think kind of my final sentiment is the Pokemon anime. If it wants sustainability in terms of you know relevance and with the fandom as a whole in America and largely the Western uh, market, it needs to either be treated like anime and adopt something like a Crunchyroll standard. <laughs> or, or it, I mean, it just needs yeah. to adopt. It's, it's the way it's kind of treated in Japan. Yeah. You know, the, the treatment Pokemon gets in Japan could not be more different. Yeah. I, I agree with you a thousand percent. The last thing I'll say this, cause I know we got to move, we got to move uh, along is I'm sure the numbers for the anime on Netflix are great. And they justify Netflix paying for whatever it pays for additional seasons of the show. My 
you can have all, all the eyeballs you want, but is it making an impact? And I don't right. think we've seen that yet. No. Right. Cause I don't like, I don't think we've seen, um, the anime making an impact because again, right. Like because of the, the, the era that we're in the streaming era and that generation, like they're going to watch Pokemon and then they're going to move on to the next thing. And I mm. think for Pokemon to really break through in on the younger audience, it needs something a bit more interactive. I think they need to gamify the anime experience in a way that goes beyond that even goes beyond the games, right? Something that's even like simpler, maybe, right? Like, and that's why I will forever be the let's go series of games, biggest champion, because I think those are truly the answer. And the fact that we haven't gotten more of those has me scratching my head. With that said, let's get to the Pokemon fact of the week. Pokemon fact of the week is. Uh, so this one, I, we're, we're into legendaries. Um, so I always kind of wondered why Kyogre is called Kyogre. When like Groudon makes sense. It's 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 ground. It's ground, you know, and it's a ground type Pokemon like. That's what Groudon is called Groudon. Turns out that Kaio is the Japanese word for king of the ocean. Like uh, it, you know, Kai is ocean and Kaio is king of the ocean. Um, and it, or that's the phrase because it's too kanji. Um, so there, there's your cool Pokemon fact of the week. If you've ever wondered why the heck the giant whale Pokemon has such a weirdo name, <laughs> it's because it's 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 literally just Japanese. Um, right. And I never like picked up on you know I, you know Kyogre is one of those like cool Pokemon. Um, like absolutely love it within the lore. Unfortunately, it's got kind of like not the best Pokemon facts of the week because it's just like. It raises the water, you know, it raises the uh, sea level with water, you know, it's like, well, yeah, that's because it's a legendary <laughs> whale. Like, what would it, what else would it do? Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. And so they're like, well, we're not going to come up with anything. It fights against Groudon. It's like, we know we lived through it. That's <laughs> like, yeah, that's the that's the entire freaking point of those Gen 3 and Gen 6 games. And they're like, well, you come up with something better then. <laughs> Uh, quick show of hands. Let's do uh, do favorites. Uh, do you like Groudon or Kyogre better? Uh, do we'll do Groudon first. Show of hands. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Unanimous, unanimous support for Groudon and no, oh, but Barosama in the chat says Kyogre. Chat. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's see what. <laughs> no, nope. that's in two weeks, Calder. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, Next week we got to talk about. Gra wow, chat coming out for support of Kyogre. So, so Shamu, kind of, love it. I I always thought that it kind of made me laugh that Kyogre and Groudon had this like rivalry because like Kyogre wins, right? Because you know water. Is oh yeah, I mean we're talking <laughs> elemental battle. It's like why 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 are you picking why are you why are you picking this fight, Groudon? It's like oh I'm coming to get you, and Groudon's like. Let me slowly, or uh, Kyogre's like, I'm going to slowly raise the sea levels until you have no place to stand, and then you die. Um, <laughs> and this is why Rayquaza uh, exists, uh, or Ray Rayquaza, uh, as we keep on. Uh, <laughs> get, <laughs> this is why we need to uh, get get the uh, pronunciation guide out. That's still like my favorite Pokemon story. Uh, I've, I've said this before, but you know, when I was in uh, London, uh, and 
uh, on the way home from a Pokemon event, we were driving with a bunch of like Pokemon marketing people. And we were talking about like, the. I was literally like, give me a pronunciation guide. And then one of the marketing people was like, oh, yeah, here are the, some of the names that everyone gets wrong. And then it's like, oh, yeah, it's Rayquaza. And like the entire car lost their their mind. Like everyone was like, no, they're like, yeah, <laughs> do you not watch the anime? And it's like, it's always been Rayquaza because it's Quasar. And everyone's like, that makes a lot of sense. But no, what? You refuse. This is what happens when you don't give us legitimate pronunciations. We just take it and run with it. Yeah, but, they, but like to even to even further the like the Kyogre or not the uh, the the Groudon love right. Even Caller says Primal Reversion Groudon has something to say to Kyogre. I mean, like yeah, like Primal Reversion. Oh, it looks so Groudon is incredible. The only thing that uh, the Primal Kyogre has is it has a really cool shiny. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that the the normal Kyogres like pink shiny not my favorite but when it like when it like uh make up falls <laughs> and it's like it's like no we go dark now it's like <laughs> like enter your goth phase drown the, the world the... with your tears <laughs> we'll talk more about Groudon next week because i know that's next week's pokemon fact of the week but the only but because we're talking about design and stuff like that the only thing i don't like about Groudon's design is it's weird very flat wide tail uh, that's the like only thing that like to me just kind of throws the design into into oh, whack where it's like the... where like uh Kyogre's uh like tail is actually pretty great. It's the front part that that I don't like. Yeah. Now if you just mix the two together, then then maybe we got something. <laughs> so, I, uh... <laughs> Bringing the whole thing full circle. So I, I don't think I ever mentioned this. I oh, ran God. a so during COVID, I ran a Pokemon, I ran a Dungeons and Dragons campaign that was like had like tons of people, and so um, I introduced Kyogre as a like basically like a water elemental god that like sacrificed its life to save the world or something like that. But I called it the Twin Tailed Whale, and no one realized what I was like, oh. doing for like months. Like Maybe. it was like the 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 reveal of like Kyogre, and that's like what his true name was. The groans I got and the realization <laughs> that I'd just been leading along with this very obvious oh. Pokemon reference just cracked me up. I love it. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us this week. We really do appreciate everyone uh hanging out with us this week. Uh, phenomenal chat about the anime and the kind of state of the fandom this week uh for sure definitely one of my uh more favorite recent conversations that we've had uh on the show so i uh, hope you enjoyed that as well let us know let us know what you think you know the best way to do that head on over to the discord there's a link to it in the episode description or in the poke uh, or in the podcast description either way you'll find it so head on over there say hello semantics does a great job uh running the show over there we would be so lost on the discord uh without him so thank you thank you thank you uh, otherwise like i said otherwise support the show leave a review itunes spotify wherever give us those five stars and if we read the review on the air we'll send you a sticker you're just gonna have to we'll keep listening to find out if yours gets read or not i mean that's really the that's the that's that's the trick see that's <laughs> keeps you coming back that's that's the that's the gimmick so other than that 
You can keep up with us on Twitter, X, whatever it's calling itself this week. You can find the show at Pokemon Pod CB. You can find me at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at Megan Peters CB. And Christian is at C Hoffer C Bus. Until next week, folks, may the shiny luck be in your favor. We'll catch you then. Peace.